What's good, people? We are back. Episode 96 of the Convoy Conversation podcast. And you know how I know it's episode 96? Because I finally looked and seen where we was at. I know for the past like 10 episodes, I haven't known if we been on episode 100 or yet. But I think I'm going to do something. Oh, shit. I think I'm going to do something special for, uh, I almost knocked over my drink, for episode 100. Try to give me some guests on here. Um, but yeah, man, um, a lot has happened. Uh, I don't know if I talked about Father's Day. Yeah, I did. I did talk about Father's Day the last time I was on here. Um, but yeah, 4th of July was yesterday. It's my last day of leave. I go back to work starting tomorrow. I'm not excited about it, even though I don't do a goddamn thing. I'll probably be home after I go to physical therapy, but I mean... It is what it is, work. I'm still on my uh, long quest of fucking getting med boarded out of the army, if it ever fucking happens. I think by the time they'll be considering that, I'll just be like, fuck it, I'm getting out, so just let me get my VA disability. But I'm still trying, I'm still trying. Uh, I think I have an appointment with to see the surgeon again coming up pretty soon, so I'm just trying to see what I can do from there. Um, but yeah, 4th of July was yesterday, uh, two shootings happened again, and I don't know, man, it was, the first one, the the second one wasn't a bad shooting, it was just two cops that got shot at a parade, which was, which is still crazy, almost as crazy as the first one where the, uh, the dude, it was in Highland, <coughs> excuse me, Highland Park, I believe it's called. Uh, it's in Illinois. It's close to Chicago or right next to Chicago or is Chicago. I don't know. But dude got on top of a roof and just started opening fire on a, you know, 4th of July parade. I think he killed about seven people, injured about 30 people. Um, and I, and this is what I have to say about this. This is one. This is something that people like are not going to add to the equation or the, to the solution. That or just don't show this perspective to where people look at it like, damn, that makes sense, and we should probably do that. Imagine if at least 30 people were armed at this big-ass parade. At least 30 people. That nigga would be switch fucking cheese. And that goes for any scenario where there was a mass shooting, where, you know, where there was a dude in Buffalo that, you know, went... To the grocery store. Imagine if at least 30 people inside the grocery store were armed. At least 30 people. You know how many people? That's 30 guns. 30 guns pointed at one individual. Now, I'm not going to say that he's not going to still get off a couple rounds. Shoot a couple people. But the amount of casualties would be significantly lower. If not, zero. Not to mention, imagine, you know what I mean? Like, people don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, imagine what goes through a home intruder's uh, mind, you know, a gang member's mind, uh, you know, a robber's mind. Imagine what goes through their mind when they know where not to go open fire. These people that commit these mass shootings, they know. I'm not going to a police station. Why? Because everybody there has a gun. Or, hey, 
I'm not going into a gun store and opening fire because everybody in there has a gun. Everybody. They're not choosing these locations where people have guns. They're choosing these locations where they know everybody's vulnerable. They know it's going to catch everybody off guard. They know everybody's not going to be able to defend themselves. They know what they're doing in these situations. And this is what I was saying. Like, this is not the world we live in where people just think that we can just move about freely without having some type of protection on you. They're preying on people's mentality staying that way. They know that everybody's mentality is that way. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, the the solution isn't, you know, don't go out. Because that's what I was on yesterday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not into celebrating the 4th of July anyway because the shit ain't for me. You know what I mean? Like, I just look at the state of our country and I'm just like, it ain't for me. Not to mention, if you really think about Independence Day, think about it like this. We're celebrating the Declaration of Independence, right? When this country declared its independence from uh, what they deemed a a country that they didn't want to be associated with anymore. So in their in actuality, they committed treason. Now, we're celebrating a country committing treason. And this is also the same country that if you commit treason, you will be killed. I think. I think the the punishment for treason is death. Let me see. Let me look it up. Punishment for treason. Oh, it was like the third search. Uh, the penalty for treason. the The penalty is death, or not less than five years imprisonment, with a minimum fine of ten thousand if not sentenced to death. Most of the time, you will be sentenced to death. Ain't that ain't that fucking crazy? We celebrate treason, but hey, if you commit treason against us, you're fucking dead. But like I said, it's just not for me. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I don't, for one, want to spend all my goddamn money on fireworks. Uh, for two, don't want to go somewhere where they're just gonna pop fireworks. That equals a huge uh, crowd gathering, lots of chaos, uh, no parking, and um, and increased chances of you're gonna you're gonna be fishing a barrel if somebody decides to open fire. Chaos. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't believe like thirty people were injured by him. I believe like uh, some of those injuries came from just all the chaos. People running, people falling. You know, trying to get away, da da this, and you know, maybe one or two injuries came from that. Don't know, but it's just, it's just that's that's all that comes with it nowadays. And I'm not saying shelter yourselves indoors and you know don't go out and enjoy yourselves. I'm saying that you don't have the luxury of going out and enjoying yourselves and you don't have any type of protection, and you're leaving it up to the police to show up to a scene and respond in a timely manner and assess the situation and know what's going on and find out where this active shooter is. This was the first time in a minute the active shooter has gotten away. And, they, yeah, they found, I think they found him the same day. But, yeah, they did find him the same day. It happened yesterday. But, like, if, if they didn't find him, he would have gotten away. Until they found him again or until, until, they, until um, or until, you know, uh, 
he went and you know did something else. Who knows? Who knows? The nigga got away from the scene. But like I said, was like we don't have the luxury of just going out and enjoying ourselves no more without some type, some level of protection for ourselves that comes from us. You know what I mean? Like I said, people go places and like, oh, yeah, there's security here. They don't play that. Yeah, okay. Security can only handle so much. Security, after security in places, don't have guns. They're just security to cattle drunk people. That's it. Or unruly people. Or detain you until the actual police show up. So that's why, I was just, you know, I'm just, I just be telling people, like, you know, it just isn't smart to move about in this world anymore the way things are. You know, it, it's going to happen everywhere. It's just a matter of when and where it's actually going to happen. You know, whether you're involved in it or not, but you've been showed plenty of places that you, th- you, you think that you would be safe at. Oh, we're safe at a parade. It's 4th of July. Everybody's here celebrating. Wrong. Oh, it's the grocery store. Nothing's ever happened in the 15 years that I've lived here. Wrong. Oh, this is a, you know, an elementary school, a middle school, a high school. You know, nothing ever happened here. It's all kids here. Wrong. This is a church. This is a house of worship. You know, only people come in here to worship God and celebrate God and life and stuff like that. Wrong. Those are the biggest play. Those are the biggest targets to these individuals that want to go out and, you know, create chaos and fear and harm people, kill people. It's places like those. And like I told you, like they they know where to go to. They know not to go, you know, to somebody's hood and do some shit like that. They know not to go on the police station, a gun store or on a base and do some shit like that. And it has happened on a base, which I think that uh, a base, a uh, military base is also another place where, you know, you can get mass casualties from. Not to put that information out there, but we don't we, we're not allowed to carry guns on post. We're soldiers. All our guns are in the arms room. Personal firearms, you ain't allowed to fucking just tote around base like that. And that's where it has happened before. We've had a mass shooting on a a military installation. I forgot where it was. I think it was like Fort Hood or something like that or Fort Bliss. I don't know. I don't remember. It was years ago, like 10 years ago or some shit, 11. But uh, around, around the time I first joined the Army, too. But... You know, not like I said, not to not to speak on it so much all the time, but I just I just want to just just put that energy out there all the time and just re, just kind of give people that constant reminder and encourage people like, please, please, please. We need to start arming ourselves and learning self-defense, learning true self-defense, you know, to put that energy and send a message out there to these individuals that. You can try this shit if you want to, but it is not going to work out how you think it is when 30 to 40 people pull out a gun and point it in your direction. That ain't the way that they want to go. They're expecting to either get away with it and fucking just go to jail for the rest of their lives. They don't give a fuck. Or get killed later on or something like that. But right there on the spot, if you fucking put a kink in their fucking... They're trained, and they are not able to accomplish their mission the way that they think they are. They're going to think twice about it when they start seeing and realizing, like, damn, you know, I'm scoping out this place, but there's, like, 50 people here with fucking guns. 
this ain't the place I want to do that. Let me go try somewhere else. They go somewhere else. Like, fuck. There's 30 people in here with fucking guns. This isn't going to work here either. And then, you know what I mean? Like, the numbers are going to significantly go lower. Like I said, the answer isn't taking away guns. It's increasing gun ownership. And, yeah, you'll have issues with that in between here and there. You'll you'll have people that have guns, and they think they got to use it for every situation. You know, there's going to be a small number for that. That's a given because you already got people like that. You already got fucking jackasses like that. But I'm telling you. I just seen a video the other day where a motherfucker was, you know, trying to fight a motherfucker and he pulls his gun out and he's telling this motherfucker, like, I'm not I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not trying to fight you. But this motherfucker's going on and on. Put that fucking gun down. Fight like a man. Fight like a man. Motherfucker takes off his shirt, charges at him, and gets popped in the leg. You know what happened to that man? That man fell to the ground and screams like a little bitch. I guarantee you, he will never do some shit like that again. He will he will literally think twice before he thinks he's about to fucking put his hands on anybody. And the motherfucker's telling him, no, I'm not here to fight you. This is not what I'm about to do. This is not what's about to happen. He will sincerely think twice before he does that. Because it ain't going to work out for him. But... Anyways, moving on along from there. I got this fucking package. I was supposed to be here days ago. I was supposed to be here today. I swear to God. Uh, it's It's been sent out for delivery all fucking day. And it ain't got delivered. It's pissing me off. It's a very ex- expensive package. Important package that I fucking need for one of my guns, by the way. Which is sitting right next to me, by the way. But moving along. Um... And speaking of packages coming to my door, for this new place that I'm that I'm in, I've been getting fucking DoorDash like at least once a fucking week from that's supposed to go to somebody else's place. I don't know who it is. I took the first one, and I ain't gonna lie, I fucking I ate it. It was disgusting. I don't know who bought it. it, it first of all, it came from like TGI Fridays or fucking Applebee's or some shit. But it was it was the nastiest shit ever. Nastiest shit ever. I don't know what type of taste buds they had, but they were clearly white, and it just did not taste good. I I regretted it. I'm sorry. I took her food, but she probably got a refund or got a new order. But yeah, DoorDash has been coming to my door at least once a week with a, some some type of fucking DoorDash meal. Last one I left it. The second one I left there on the steps, and fucking uh, the third one. Uh, I threw it away because I let it sit there thinking they was going to come back and get it again. And they didn't. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I just threw it away. I didn't I didn't even open it up to care what it care what it was. But uh, also R. Kelly, they gave R. Kelly 30 years, 30. That's insane. How old is R. Kelly? Every time I think about like when people get like these hefty sentences and they're like old already, um, I was like, damn, like what how old will you be when you get out? R. Kelly is R. Kelly is fifty-five years old. R. Kelly will be eighty-five when he gets out. If he don't die in jail. You know how insane that sounds? To that 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 has now become a you know, a thought in your a thought in your mind like I could die in here. 
who knows if he does a whole 30 i don't know but i don't know if he got a chance to, uh if they said if it was uh, without the chance of parole or what i gotta look into that but imagine that like you get 30 years and you're already like halfway to 100 like you, the, your chances of dying inside of jail is significantly high you already get you already get people that just die randomly at like 60 five years old 70 years old and stuff like that like you're gonna be in there until you're over 80 years old who the fuck is gonna care about r kelly after that it's it's crazy and it's crazy because they immediately like put him on suicide watch which is kind of understandable because you know imagine you just been getting handed a 30-year sentence like you're gonna kill yourself that that's that's all there is to it well, you, you know, the the thoughts of killing yourself do cross your mind. So they're trying to protect you from yourself temporarily until you have completely processed that you're going to be in there for three decades. So it's understandable why they do it, even though, like, you know, the whole thought process of being in jail anyway is crazy. But jail's for a reason. It is what it is. But, um... So he goes in, they put him on suicide watch. He then turns around and files a lawsuit against the prison for putting him on suicide watch, uh, citing, like, inhumane treatment when for the past who, how many ever decades he's been inhumanely treating young women. So it's kind of, like, crazy. It's kind of funny and contradicting that that's what you like. You know, like, dude, you've been, like, sexually assaulting and somewhat trafficking uh, not sexually assault, but like abusing young women for years, and the moment they put you on suicide watch temporarily, you lose it the first day. But like I said, it is what it is. We'll see. And then some, and you know what? What's so crazy? Because I, I am, you know, I don't see the craze and the hype behind R. Kelly. As when I was around the time, the only time I really gave a fuck about R. Kelly was three things. Dave Chappelle episode, iconic. Uh, when they had him on Boondocks, they didn't have him on Boondocks. They did a, like, you know, an episode about R. Kelly. Um, and around the time when I was, like, in middle school, that's when R. Kelly was really buzzing for me. But, I you know, I just liked the songs. I didn't really give a fuck about R. Kelly. Um, it's Step in the Name of Love. Uh, you know, all his his little run he had around there with the Isley Brothers and stuff like that. You know, that's when you know R. Kelly was just all right. You know, R. Kelly died out of this, but I don't give a fuck about R. Kelly. I don't. For these people, be, and I say that because there are people that be like you can separate the man from the music. You know, what I mean, you can't like R. Kelly, but you can still like his music. And I was like, no, nah, nigga. I'm pretty sure if you don't like, you can't like R. Kelly. You can't like nothing he does either. You know what I mean? Like that's that's crazy as fuck for you niggas to say shit like that. Like you could separate the man from the music. That's the same nigga that wrote those songs, sang those songs, and one of them is kind of like iffy. You know what I mean? Seems like you ready. That that sounds a little bit like he was talking about a young girl. Like it seems like you're ready to you know. Do have sex and stuff like that. If you really like look into it or something like that, a little bit of a conspiracy. But like I said, like you, can, there's no separating the music from the man. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of crazy. It, it's so funny. Like people are saying it's like if that man sexually assaulted, you know, or abused your sister, your 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 mom, your daughter, 
you would nowhere near be saying the things like that. You know what I mean? Like there, this nigga has real victims out there that have feelings, and you niggas are saying that you can still bump and play his music. You know what I mean? Like imagine if he's in the club, these victims are in the club and they start playing R. Kelly, and like, nah, this is just the music. This isn't the man. Like that, that shit's not gonna be okay. That shit's going to be like, that shit's OD weird when people say that. And I got friends that say that. I'm sorry. Like, y'all my friends and shit like that. But y'all niggas are weirdos for, like, saying shit like that. Like, separate the man from the music and you can still listen to the music. And, like, no, that's not how that goes. It'd be a little bit understandable if he never even wrote those songs or anything like that. He's just singing them. But even, you know, even still, like, I don't. Kinda don't want any ties to a, a known rapist. Why would you want that? And especially like if you if you I was like I don't think these people are really like listen to the details of things that he has done. You know what I mean? I don't think they understand the the, the magnitude of things he's done. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't get that at all. Cause you can say that you know about a lot of things like oh you that's like saying oh yeah you know so I'm Bin Laden you know Donald Trump worst president ever but you you know what I mean like, that at the end of the day he's a money maker you know so I'm gonna still buy his book on how to get rich you know what I mean like fuck that nigga I don't want to I don't want to learn anything from Donald Trump I mean I don't know that's kind of different I would would like to learn how to get rich quick so I might take a note or two from him but y'all get what I'm saying. Like, no, there's no R. Kelly, nothing. I haven't, I haven't actually, and I know this one girl too. Oh my God. And this one girl, like she is, a, she's like a R. Kelly fan. She's young. You know what I mean? Like, I think she, she might be the same age as me. She, yeah, I think she is. So, I mean, she, she, she's not young now. I'm not saying that I'm old or anything like that either. You motherfuckers. But, uh. She she was a R. Kelly fanatic from the time I've known her. And I've probably known her for like, you know, the past, you know, six, seven years or something like that. R. Kelly fucking fanatic. So uh, around the time when I did, you know, meet her and I was like, you know, like 23 or some shit like that. And uh, she she was like she traveled to go to R. Kelly concerts back to back. You know what I mean? Like go here, you know. I'm not saying back to like to everyone, but if it was like close or something like that, and she was on leave or something like that, from what I would see, she go to a, she she'd be at an R. Kelly concert, like literally, like you know, front front row. You know what I mean? We're, and and this is like I said, I I don't I I didn't see the crazy in it. I was just like, this bitch is crazy. She's like, I don't give and she you know I don't give a fuck what they say like I love R Kelly da da this and I'm just like God damn there are people out there like that that it was like literally w- refuse to believe anything that he's ever done is wrong. There's people that like know for sure like yeah R Kelly is rapist he's done these things but there are people that to, like to this day like nah that none of that stuff's true all that's a lie and da 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 this and it's just like uh, you motherfuckers are crazy. And uh, there was also some too that they were saying about. Um, um, there's also other people that should be held accountable too, like the parents, the you know, people on R. Kelly's team and stuff like that, because he he shouldn't be the only one that's convicted of something. I think give it some time and something's gonna happen to those people. Maybe not the parents, you know what I mean? But I think like people that are involved with R. Kelly, they're probably gonna get in trouble too. Just a matter of time. It's always just a matter of time. Just wait on it. Same thing with the PPP niggas. Just wait on it. 
You think you off scot free? You better leave the country. You better do some Russell Simmons shit and leave the country. Is it Russell Simmons? Yeah, I think it's Russell Simmons. Um, but yeah. So I mean, like I said, that's that. And a lot of people was upset that you know Maxine or whatever the fuck her name is, the bitch that was in cahoots with uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that when they were trafficking young girls too. Like she only got twenty years. She was. I can see why hers is a little bit different. She got like a lighter, a lighter sentence because R. Kelly was the main man in that little situation. She was like a middleman between that. And not to say that that's not just as bad, but first of all, it's a different. They went through a totally different court system. I believe uh, different, different judges, jurors, you know, opinions coming from people charges and stuff like that so comes with different comes with different sentences you know what i mean like it just literally comes with different sentences and that makes me think about also with the the shootings and stuff that's happening um but i'll get to that but like i said it's, it's, it's different different situation different scenario different people involved different facts different charges different whole different thing but like I said, motherfuckers are and then on top of that. People are talking about like she, her only getting 20 years, like 20 years isn't a long time, especially at their ages. I think I looked up her age. She's like 50 something, too. What's her fucking age? What is her age? What is her? I, just looked up. I don't even know. I don't even remember her name. What was her name? Oh, her last name was Maxwell. I'm sorry. Her first name is not Maxine. I'm not even going to pronounce her fucking first name. But she's 60. 20 years at 60 years old, you're going to be fucking 80. You're dying in there. 30 years ain't, ain't. 30, 20 years? That's why I tell people about home loans. Like, whether you get one for 30 years or 20 years, that's still going to be a long-ass time that you're paying for something. So who gives a fuck? Motherfucker, justice was served at the end of the day. Y'all motherfuckers be one motherfuckers to be thrown a hundred years. They get a hundred years, she dying in there. Say if she was given thirty years, she's gonna be ninety. That bitch is dying in jail. Even if she gets out of jail afterwards, who gives a fuck? She's ninety. That bitch is ready to die. She probably ain't gonna want to come out of there. What the fuck she's gonna do at ninety? What the fuck does she have to live for at 90 years old? Everybody she knows is going to be dead. There's nobody that she, at that age is she's going to be out there trying to shake hands with. Who gives a fuck? She's going to be 80, by the way. But I'm saying if she was given 30 years, it wouldn't have meant shit. She's going to be too old to fucking move and enjoy life. You've taken 20 years of somebody's life that they can't enjoy freely. She's trapped in behind a wall. Take it from me, from somebody who's who spent at most four days in jail out of the times that I've been to jail. That shit ain't fun. After 24 hours, you're ready to go fucking insane. Lights are always on. You're not in a comfortable cell. You're around a bunch of motherfuckers you don't know, don't want to know. You're wearing this loose-ass fucking uniform that's just hanging off of you. No socks. The socks that they do give you feel like fucking stocking caps. So your feet ain't warm. 
Open showers, open open toilets, open bays, wherever you stand. If you stand in a cell or fucking pods, it's all uncomfortable. TV on shit that you don't want to watch. Don't let these niggas on TikTok fool you where them niggas be in jail fucking living it the fuck up. That there's a there's a different side of jail too, where it's like at the end of the day you're going to go lay your head down and it, like nigga, this ain't my home that I was in. I'm listening to all these people snore, talk, and fucking all this shit that I don't want to hear. I have no privacy. You know what I mean? And not to mention the in-processing part. She right now is spreading her fucking cheeks, making sure no nothing fall out of her ass, that she ain't bringing no contraband in that bitch. That shit ain't fucking cool to have to do. Somebody telling you when and when you can turn, when... And what you can do all day. They decide when the lights get turned off. Lights is on all the... That was the most annoying part of it, man. The lights was just on. On all goddamn day. I hate that shit. My lights is on right now and I hate that shit. But... Like, stop letting these people, like, uh, get so fucking upset about the, the sentences and stuff that people give them. It's like... 20, 30 years, that's a, that's a long ass time to live, man. Mm. Anyways, my main topic, though, that I want to talk about is, as well, a little something that, that's been the talk of the internet for the past, like, few days, or, you know, the last, almost like, not yet, yeah, the last few days. So there's this woman, gets on the internet. And something, it was given a little bit fake. You know, when people, like, make fake videos and shit like that, they kind of stumbling over their words because they they really, really thinking about what they have to say instead of just going with the flow because, you know, like, it's a normal conversation. But it was was this girl recording her baby daddy pulling up, and she was like, I'm about to expose him. I guarantee you he only showed up with food for the son that we shared together. And I guess she had other kids. So he pulls up and gets out of the car. Guess what? He only got food for his son. Walks up and she opens the door like, yeah, uh, that don't look like food for three or four or whatever, you know, she says. And uh, I didn't even watch the whole video because I, I instantly got annoyed by the title. And I even got I got even more annoyed by just how the video was progressing. But um, she says, you know, comes at him because there's not a, he didn't bring food for everybody. And she was saying it, and he was saying it was like, that's not his problem. She was like, well, you, that that's just kind of, you know, r- you know, rude and disrespectful that you're bringing food for our son only when I have other kids. And now they're going to feel left out because he's getting food and he's being taken care of. And, you know, this is net. I found that to be so fucking problematic because he is not obligated to take care of your other children. First of all, if their dads aren't involved in doing that, then that's your responsibility. That has nothing to do with him. Y'all are no longer together, so he is not obligated to do anything for those children. Unless he kind of cared about him, but he's at the key word is obligated. He's not obligated. Key words, not obligated to take care of your other children and y'all are not together. 
That is your choice that you made with the men that you decided to have kids with, and they're not there supporting the children that they made with you. He didn't make those children with you. And it made me so mad because it made me think about a time in my life where, you know, my son's mom, you know, she has two other kids that were before me, way before me. Now, while we were together, you know, I took, I helped take care of those kids. It's, uh, they didn't, you know, neither one of their fathers take care of, took care of them at all, bought them shit. The first one don't don't know who uh knew who dad was, never met his daughter. Never met her. And I and I'm just gonna say it because that's these are things these are stuff that I experienced while I was there. Never met. She didn't even know who her dad was at all. And for the longest they were telling him they were telling her, her and her parents were telling her that her son her, her other son, his dad was her dad too. Just to make her feel comfortable. And I understand their reasoning behind that, but I don't agree with it. But that, again, that's their decision. They decided to do that. But they didn't, he, they just weren't around. And I just, uh, it, you know, and I accepted responsibility of them because I cared about them. I cared about her. And it was just, you know, I, that's, that's the type of person I am. We're together. I'm going to do that. Like, that's, you know, without question. I'm going to treat them like they're my own. I'm going to buy them stuff. If I buy my son stuff, I would, wouldn't leave them out. We're together. That's where that, in that scenario, that would be wrong. But once we're no longer together, they ain't my problem. So we split up. And um, for one, she, the, the two things, two things occurred. She attempted to get me to cover all finances for our son because she had two other kids. Not my problem. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't have to suffer because to I shouldn't have to pick up slack on your end because you're unable to because we're not together anymore. Not together because of me, not together because you, but not together because of both of us. But you don't put the, you don't put stress in, you know, on somebody else be solely on the other person because we didn't work out. So that was one thing she tried attempted to do. It's like they're no longer my problem. I understand, you know, this, this, and that, but you had two kids prior to me that you were taking care of. So you you you're gonna have to continue to do that. And then it was another situation where she tried to tell me that I need to stop buying my son the things that I buy him because it makes her other children feel um it makes them feel bad because they're not getting first of all they don't have the they don't their dads aren't buying them anything and they don't get the things that my son was getting because make no mistake about it and even now to this day I buy my son what the fuck ever when I say spoil, spoil. Shoes, brand new shoes all throughout the year, clothes, birthday gifts, all that. Christmas. It, back then, I was spending no less than a thousand on Christmas on my son. Just not because I, not because I wanted to stunt shit on her. 
you know, I was in a very dark and petty place back then. So my number one goal and priority was to outdo the fuck out of her. And uh, but because that's that's my son, I want to take care of him. I want him to have things. I I feel like I seen a post where they's like, you know, if your your child asks for something, you know, get it. You know, these small things that these these things are big to them that are small to you means the world to them. And it was just people commenting on the thread on Twitter. It was just like, you know, my son asked for this this sleeping bag jumpsuit. You know, wear around the house. I bought that shit for him. My son wanted to build uh, a Hot Wheel track in the bathtub. We've we've dealt that shit. And guess what? It was low-key fun. So, you know, all these people are saying it, and and I'm a firm believer in that. You know, buy your kids what they want because it means the world to them to have these things. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they have to earn it, but at the end of the day, I'm going to still make sure that my son got it all because because I want him to have it all. He deserves it. You know what I mean? So, um, so she was telling me like I need to scale it back, and I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, why the fuck would I scale it back when, um, you know, just because they're not getting it, or you can't afford to keep up with them and and do that for them because they were you know they were a lot older so of course things for them are going to be a little bit more expensive but that again that has nothing to do with me this is my son and i'm gonna take care of my son how i want to take care of him. you know what i mean like there's no way in hell that i should have to stop supporting my son the way i do because it makes your other children feel away no I just, I, I just couldn't even believe that she even asked me that. Or even considered that that was something that, you know, to ask. You know what I mean? Um, so I just didn't agree with the, you know, the woman saying that, like, you know, and it, it had the Internet. I don't know if the Internet was like, it was, it was like people on both sides. I feel like people were more so on the side, like, yeah, he's not obligated. What the fuck are you talking about? But, um, you know, I even had a girl tell me that. Uh, nah, I wouldn't be that way if I actually like the kids and stuff like that. That I this, I'm like, no, f- okay, that's cool, but don't expect I'm not doing that shit. And you can't look at people a certain way for not for not doing that. Like that's they don't have to. You know what I mean, and then especially the way she was going about it, recording them, trying to put them on the internet and shit like that. Like that shit was weird. Like who who the fuck does that? Like you made yourself look bad, and you know what I mean, like. You know, it shows, like, the type of person that you are and why he don't want to fucking be with you. And then, um, or why he didn't need to be with you, because we don't know why they they aren't together. But why he don't need to be with you? If you, you try to make him look like a bad person, but you you made yourself look just as bad. If you even succeeded in making him look bad, you made yourself look just as bad by, you know, recording, doing all that. In front of you and the kids and, and him and just like and then putting it out there for the world to see thinking that you was going the Internet was going to be 100 percent on your side, like getting behind you. Like you was about to get a GoFundMe with 200,000 in it. Like, you know, what I mean, to take care of your kids forever. Like, no, like and the time that you spent trying to harass this man and put him, uh, you know, expose him on the Internet. You with that same phone, you could have called their daddy and like, can you bring your son something to eat, your kids something to eat? But you didn't do that. You chose to get on the internet and record him trying to expose him. You got the attention that you was looking for, but it wasn't the attention that you thought you was going to get. 
I just, you know, I mean, like, I just don't agree with women that act like that when it comes to, you know, children. And, you know, that's when that literally proves the logic of women are just out here thinking off of emotion. Instead of logic, like the logical thing, like I said, would just get on the horn and call your baby daddies and be like, yo, bring your, your kids something to eat. Instead of depending on this one man who ain't obligated to do that. Speaking speaking of women thinking on lot uh, emotions, um, seeing this interview where uh, this woman was, you know, explaining about being submissive to a man, and for some reason, only women got upset uh, upset about that. Like, really, I, I just didn't understand what was going on here. I was just like, she's literally. Not saying anything wrong when a man is worthy of this, this, and that. Like, of course, I'm going to be submissive to him, do this, do this for that. Because with a woman being submissive, that man is also taking care of her. Like, I think women mistake a woman being submissive as a nigga is doing nothing for you in the, in the same, on the same token of you being submissive. This nigga is not doing nothing. You just being his slave. You know what I mean? Like you cooking, you cleaning for him, you running his bath water, folding his clothes, washing his clothes, da da this like you know what I mean? Like y'all complaining about doing this for a man and you do it for your children. And yes, yes, you're your children, but like I said, like you nobody's asking you to do these things, you're getting nothing in return. But women auto that's women's automatic go to when they hear anything related to a woman being submissive. You think I'm gonna do all this for da da this and he's deserving? If you're saying and then it was like, if you have a problem with being that way for a man, then that's tell you, you should also, then you must not be, she, you probably shouldn't be with that man. You must have no business being with that man if you are refusing to be submissive towards a man. Nobody's telling you to be submissive towards a man that beats you. Does your man beat you? Does he cheat on you? Does he yell at you, talk, talk down on you? Does he not do anything to you? supportive does not make you feel safe and secure oh he does then what's wrong with being submissive when is a man going to be just as deserving as you that's what I, that's what i don't understand when women do just like completely disagree with that like you know you know if you're not if you're not willing to be submissive towards your man then you you're hinting at that your man doesn't do anything for you and you shouldn't be with him so why are you with him because if this man does do all these things for you and he takes care of you, he does this and that, he treats you right and not all this, then what do, what is he deserving of? That's what I want to know. Because a lot of women don't don't say what a man is deserving of. They just only fo- solely focus on them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like what are you giving to the man? If you want this man to be this way towards you, what are you talking about that you give to the man that you already ain't supposed to do? You know, in a relationship, yeah, y'all supposed to have sex. Like, you know, pussy isn't a fucking gift. That's a that's a given. That should be the title of this episode. Pussy isn't a gift. It's a given. But uh, you know, like I said, I I just I just found it weird that so many pe- so many women were upset at this woman saying that you know she's gonna be submit you know. She she loves to take care of her man and da da and even people are saying like that sounds like you his mama or something. I'm just like what? That's like saying and fucking uh, that's his mama because she packs his bag. 
That's like saying you're you're his mama because you cook and clean the house. A lot of women use that. A lot of women use that bullshit as excuse as a scapegoat for why they don't. They don't. They're too lazy to do shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not about to be cooking and cleaning around here and folding clothes and that all this. I ain't nobody's mama. All right, well you need to go live on your own. Stop wanting a man that you ain't gonna do shit for. But you want this man to do all the things for you. Cause that really sounds a lot like a black mama. Like she wants you to do all this shit around the house, and then you ask, can you go outside or can you go to a party? Hell no. Like, what the fuck did I just spend cleaning up, spend all day cleaning up this house for if I'm not going to get rewarded for it? I'm not getting anything in return. You know what I mean, that that is a true selfish nature of black women. And I'm sorry. I, somebody got to say it. Like, black women are a lot, very, uh, kind of selfish sometimes. Some black women. Like, I, I, but there are some women, like, yeah, no, fuck no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not women. But there are so, literally some women that there is nothing that you can do to change their mind. That they are the only ones that are deserving. And every man is not deserving because of, and, and they have no explanation behind it. Like, I'm just not about to be doing that for no man and that, this. I'm like, well, what are you going to do for your, your man? You know what I mean? Like, you just giving him pussy isn't enough. And I've said that before. Like, half the time, men do not give a fuck about pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want this woman to treat me like I treat her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, surprise me with, you know, I'm not saying men like flowers, but, you know, if I surprise you with flowers out of nowhere. Surprise me with shit. Or I do this for you. Like, do this for me. You know, I take you out to eat and I buy this. Do you know, do this. And I've had, I've had a couple women, too, in, in my time, like, let me pay for your haircut. I'm like, hell no. But it's just it's just a thought that that matters. You know what I mean? Like, you know, do these things like, you know, surprise me with some money. Like, here, I left you like two hundred dollars. Go get your nails done type shit. Like, oh, here, here's fucking, you know, I know you normally spend forty dollars on your haircut. But here, here's sixty five. Have them, you know, trim up your beard and stuff like that. Do some extra that uh, this and, hey, you know, I got us these reservations to go out to eat and stuff like that. You know, stuff like men, men like that shit, too. Men want that shit, too. Men want to be shown that they're cared about and they're valued as well. Like men have value and worth as well. Especially when we have something that you guys won't, you know, want to. Like y'all look at men like, oh this nigga, oh this nigga want his pussy and stuff like that. Like duh, that I mean a lot of women want dick too. Like you know what I mean? Like you're not gay. So I got something you want too. But that's that comes that's a given. Like you don't have to ask for the you don't have to work for you know what I mean? Like Men don't make women work for things like women make men do. But that should be the narrative, though. That it should be like that nowadays. And a lot, and I had a conversation with somebody about this. Like, a lot of men starting to act like that. And, like, you know, she, she want to have sex. I'm like, no, I'm not just about to have sex with you because you want to have sex with me. Like, you know, you got to work for this. Or I'm not, I'm not that e- I'm not easy like you think I am. Or I'm not like this. I'm not 19 anymore. Like, I'm pushing 30 or, you know, stuff like that. So, I don't think that way anymore. I'm sorry. It may seem weird. It may seem gay to you or to the to the world. But uh, you're going to have to do something else other than that. But, I don't know. It's kind of, like I said, it, it's kind of weird. But, uh these motherfuckers. I keep. I'm sorry. I keep looking at this FedEx update for this goddamn package. Shit was supposed to be delivered by 8 p.m. today, 
And the shit went out fucking for delivery at nine o'clock this morning. And here it is nine o'clock in the evening and the shit ain't still delivered. I'm fucking pissed. I hope nothing happened to it because I will lose. I will I will absolutely lose my mind if something happened to this. I've been looking for this part for this gun for so long or wanting it. And I finally got it. Spent money that I didn't want to spend, shouldn't have spent, but I wanted it. And now these motherfuckers are playing games with me. But um, we'll see. Anyways, uh, I don't even know what time it is. Hold on. And we have 48 minutes, man. I got 10 minutes to talk about some other shit. Let's talk about some random shit. Uh, Brent Fires is dropping an album, finally. And I just want to say, I already tweeted this. I feel like I am going to be let down by this album. I'm sorry. But I go back and listen to, um, I think it was called Fuck the World. It, 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 it's a little bit better to me now. Even though I only got, like, my select song that I definitely go to. Probably going to get drunk to it tonight since I ain't got to go to work till like, 8 o'clock in the morning instead of fucking 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, but it it just, nothing hits like that first album, man. That first album, EP, whatever the fuck it was, was such a fucking vibe. And I just haven't got that same vibe since then. He had another one, little EP after that, but Brent Fires just like has morphed in so many different ways. First of all, just mainstream, even the how he dresses. I just I do not like how this nigga dresses at all. So the first one was Saunderson. Oh man, when I first heard that shit, it came out in 2017. Where the fuck was I in 2017? I don't think I heard it until like to 2018 though. But I I randomly came across it on fucking YouTube, I think. And I think I, I might have been on deployment, but oh, my God, it was such a fucking hit. And uh, after that, he followed up with, uh, well, he had stuff before that, too. But he was under, like, Sonder. Like, it was a group that they called themselves Sonder. Uh, and that's, that's his people and shit like that. But he had the Lost EP that came out in 2018. That was a that was you know a little bit of a slapper, even though it was like six songs, um, and then he had the AM Paradox that came out in 2016 with a bunch of songs that was on the Sonder EP as well, and it it was pretty it was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie, but it, it, his vibe back then is nothing like what his vibe is now. The Fuck the World, you know, album was pretty good. But this Wasteland, he even got the track out. He even got the track list out early. And something is just telling me, man, it's not gonna it's not gonna hit. I I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't know why. There's already five song four songs that was already out. Price of Fame had already heard that. Waste time. That really wasn't even a a, a a heater, and it had fucking Drake on it. And y'all already know how I feel about Drake. I already said I feel like Drake has managed to be carried by his name than his talent over the past few years. But if you go back and listen to some of his shit, you're like, damn, this is kind of a banger, you know what I mean? Shit that you, you know, like I said, it's just he has to drop every year, which is why he drops every year, because it's just his shit don't just be sticking like that. 
You know what I mean? You throw it at the wall. It's silly, but you throw it at the wall, it's just going to roll down to the floor. Um, and you got to pick it up and throw it at the wall again and make it stick. But I just don't, I don't, I'm not feeling good about this. You know what I mean? Like I said, I feel like a lot of this shit is just going to be mainstream shit. I don't want no mainstream shit. I want that Sonder flow. That Sonderson flow is what I'm looking for. Like, not this mainstream shit, you know, where he's talking about I'm in Paris, you know, at the fashion show with the baddest bitch and da da da. I don't want to hear shit like that. I want to hear some true heartbreak, fucking out there in the trenches type rent fires. You know what I mean? Like, Sonderson showed that, nigga, this is, I am a nigga performing in a hole in a wall bar a little lounge not i'm performing this at overseas it's a big venue i don't want to hear that type of brent fires you know what i mean i want to hear just this 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 vibe i want to get a vibe from this album and i'm so worried that i'm not gonna get that vibe man i'm very worried and concerned but i'm still optimistic i'm still hopeful and i pray that it's going to be a good album. Because if it ain't, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. What I've been doing lately is I've been going on fucking the R&B section of Apple Music and just picking random R&B artists and listening to their shit. And it's been it's been kind of hit or miss. Not necessarily so much of a miss, but it just ain't been like, damn, this is fire. So I'm hoping that I don't have to end up doing that this week where I'm just looking at some random music. While I sit and drink. Uh, anyways. Enough of that rant. Uh, I was going to talk about some other shit. That's pertaining to like me personally. Like I, I have this huge issue. And I'm going to save it for probably next episode. And I hope that. Because I got some other shit to talk about. I've already talked about it before. But I feel like I need to talk about it again. Now that I'm less angry about it. I did say that I was going to do that. I feel like the episode I talked about it on, I was very upset um, while doing it. But, um, yeah, I, like, I have this issue with just, like, letting shit go. You know what I mean? Like, not letting things bother me, when it, you know, especially when it comes to, like, people that have done me wrong and stuff like that. Like, just letting it go is not, you know, the end of the world. But it's, a lot of times it feels like the end of the world to me because... You know, this person has come and affected something in my life, and now I'm living with this trauma that they don't feel like it's trauma. Like, oh, you know, it's, it's happened to me, and I've gotten over it. So uh, this and it's just like I, me, I have a hard time, you know, dealing with stuff like that because I don't let shit go like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard for me to let shit go. But I'm going to save it for next episode because I really want – I got to get off of this. And, you know, I'm trying to – Enjoying my little last bit of night where I ain't got to fucking wake up and go to work in the morning. Uh, really not looking forward to it. I don't even have my uniform pulled out. I don't even know where the fuck it is. But uh, I'm going to get myself together and sit down and finish off my glass of tequila. And then I'm going to take my ass to bed. Um, But yeah, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Even though... Whoever's rocking with me, don't repost my shit. I would appreciate it if y'all repost my stuff, please. Please. Um, it's very it's already hard enough for me to stay motivated to do this. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram. 
uh, I don't even know my Instagram name, Cully Cullen. Follow me on Twitter, Convoy Conversations Podcast. You know, retweet, subscribe, share, like, comment, leave a, a five star rating if you're on Apple, please. I appreciate y'all. We're on a roll to 100. Um, I will see y'all probably at the end of this week because I was supposed to do this last weekend, but I'm still trying to stay committed to doing my stuff on the weekends. My son will be gone, and so then I'll have more time to focus on doing it. But, yeah, it's been another episode of Comrade Conversations. I appreciate y'all for listening, and I will see y'all on this weekend. I'll just say that.